Anthony feels his void is recorded in a living room, with a live cat and dog wrestling somewhere nearby. No voids were harmed in the recording of this episode. Void stability depends on half-baked reviews and opinions provided by the host and listeners like you. Remember to keep all arms, legs, pets, sentimental objects, humorous coffee cups, and Marky Mark memorabilia away from the void at all times. The void will try and tell you, no, it's cool, bro, I'll give it right back. It won't. The void is just kind of a jerk like that. <clears throat> and now what you've all been waiting for. It's time for Anthony to fill his void. Hey everyone, how's it going? This is Anthony over at Anthony Fills His Void, and this week I'm really excited to talk to you guys about Shinichiro Watanabe. Uh, now, Shinichiro Watanabe, he is a Japanese anime, television, and film director. He was born in 1965, and uh, you've probably heard of him, or at least some of his works. He's known for Cowboy Bebop, Samurai Champloo, Space Dandy, Terror and Resonance, and Carol and Tuesday. Uh, he also has a few films under his belt, like the Cowboy Bebop film, uh, Cowboy Bebop Knocking on Heaven's Door, or in the U.S., uh, Cowboy Bebop, the movie. Watanabe, he's, he's known for kind of mixing mediums when it comes to his anime. Uh, Cowboy Bebop, for example, it's a uh, spaghetti western, but he layers on it 1960s, 1970s New York City film noir, and then he throws in some jazz and blues, a little bit of Hong Kong action movie, and then he sets the entire thing in space. So, you know, he, he kind of does that with a lot of things. Like Samurai Champloo, he, he uses a lot of the culture of Okinawa, Edo period Japan, uh, hip-hop, and uh, uh, I, think it's, I think it's pronounced Shanbara, but it's uh, basically the Japanese film genre... Um, for samurai, uh, so so in English it, it's it's roughly translated to uh, Western swashbuckler, uh, and I I thought that was pretty I thought that was kind of cool. Watanabe he was born in Kyoto and he originally hooked up with Sunrise Studios, uh, they they were the ones who who did Cowboy Bebop uh, when when he ended when he ended up getting to create that you know he he started kind of just doing episode su supervisor stuff and worked his way up. He, he started in the industry in 1988, and around 1998 is when he got his first piece as, as the full director, which was Cowboy Bebop. Um, but, I mean, he's worked on almost everything. Uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, Eureka 7, uh, Lupin the Third. He's been around for a while, and his style is just, it's really unique. Everything of his that I've watched, I've absolutely loved um, you know, he's probably one of the only, like, anime, um, like, other than, like, Studio Ghibli, Miyazaki-type stuff like that. He's probably one of the only other people that I know by name, and, like, I own pretty much everything that he's, he's done as, as director. <laughs> I'm just a huge fan, and I, I could, I could nerd about him all day. But I'm actually going to switch over to his works, because I, I want to talk about them, just, just because... Uh, I mean, they're, they're so good, and there's so much, I don't even know how, how I'll be able to, to talk about it all. But first, of course, Cowboy Bebop. Personally, it's my favorite anime, and um, it's generally considered one of the best animes of all time. Uh, by, you know, not just me, but by, by people. Uh, 
people. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, it, it's just classic. It, it, it's it's a classic anime. Um, I remember watching it in high school. Like it, it, it was crazy. Like I, I'd stay up, you know, because it was it was on Adult Swim, and so I'd stay up late and uh, you know catch it whenever I could, just because like I loved it. Everything about it, um, the soundtrack, the character design, the colors, and even just the the idea itself. So like like the the idea of it is is like twenty seventy one. Humans have achieved hyperspace travel, and um, there's an accident at one of the first gates near Earth, and it totally wipes out Earth, makes it uninhabitable. I mean, it doesn't totally wipe it out. It just it makes it really uninhabitable. Meteors are crashing on it all the time. And so humanity has kind of reached out to the stars. I think one of the main planets that people live on now is Mars, but Mars is it's controlled by a bunch of crime syndicates and stuff. And, and they get into they get into all of that. So the main characters on the spaceship Bebop are Spike Spiegel. He's kind of the main character. Uh, Jet Black, he's a former police officer turned bounty hunter. And as they go on their journey together, they run across other characters to create their their group. Uh, you know, Faye Valentine, she is uh, the woman from time. She's one of the coolest women anime characters you know, she's she's just a badass. Like she's just she's got a response for everything. You know, she she's on her shit. Um, but then when you get her story and stuff too, like what she goes through is is insane. Um, you know, they they find a, a hacker named Edward who who first goes by Radical Ed, and then they find a, a Welsh corgi named Ein who's actually a supercomputer, and um, it's. It, it, Ein has almost well. Ein does have human uh, human intelligence above human intelligence. So you know the the show just follows them. These these they call them cowboys, uh, and and so they're bounty hunters traveling through space, just trying to make some wulong so they can get their uh, their bell peppers and beef without the beef. The genre for this show is I mean it really is like a, a spaghetti western space opera. It's really good. Um, and you know, they travel planet to planet. There's little one-off episodes like, um, you know, they're self-contained kind of, they, they don't have anything to do with the overarching story, but they're just like good little tidbits for when the story does start to get heavy and, and kind of hard to digest with all of the information. You get a little break in there where you can have a little bit of fun, uh, listen to some good music. And, and one of the cool things is, uh, the character of Spike Spiegel, he's based off of Bruce Lee. So it's like he's he's very confident, he's very smooth, very, you know, like water. Um, and he actually, the character uh, fights with the Jeet Kune Do style. So, you know, that's that's the style that Bruce Lee ended up taking Chinese uh, Kung Fu and, you know, kind of making it his own. And so, so to see, I don't know, to see a computer, or not a computer, but to see like a cartoon character move the way that Bruce Lee did, it's... It's a trip. And I mean, you know, obviously there's certain there's certain moments where he moves a little bit better because he is an animated character. But you really get that that you really get that style. And also, one of the things about Spike Spiegel, he's voiced by Steve Bloom, who is one of my favorite voice actors ever. He's done a bunch of regular show. Uh, he's Wolverine in a lot of the Wolverine shows, like or the the X Men cartoons. You know, he's he's just everywhere. He's in, in Mass Effect. He's he's one of my my favorite. I'm actually taking a class with him right now. And I'm really stoked about it. Uh, so I'm taking his class. And, you know, some of the... This is just, like, kind of going off on, on my little voiceover dreams. But some of the... He drops some pearls of wisdom that are just absolutely amazing. But that's neither here nor there. Coming back to... Uh, coming back to... 
Cowboy Bebop. It, you know, it's, it's pretty short. It's only like 24 to 26 episodes. Yeah, it's 26 episodes and the movie. So, so Cowboy Bebop knocking on heaven's door, the movie actually plugs in between episode 22 and 23. Uh, so, you know, if you want to watch it, cause when you, if you watch the movie afterwards, like I originally did, there's things where you're like, wait, wait a minute. This doesn't, this doesn't make sense with the timeline. Um, but it actually does fit right between episode 22 and 23. So if you want to watch it in chronological order, that's where you're going to want to plug the movie. Um, and if you're, if you're waiting for it, like I am, uh, pretty soon Netflix is going to be coming out with the live action Cowboy Bebop and John, John Cho is going to be on it. Um, I'm actually not too sure about the rest of the cast. It's, um, but they do have a Corgi and that's important. Um, Cowboy Bebop, 26 episodes. Really easy to watch. Great overall story. Animation style is great. Characters are fantastic. I definitely recommend checking it out. Um, so, switching over to actually what is my second favorite anime of all time, and that's Samurai Champloo. Samurai Champloo is insane because it came out... So, so Cowboy Bebop came out in 98. Samurai Champloo came out, um, I think, like 2004? Um, 2004 to 2005. And you can tell the difference. Uh, the animation for Samurai Champloo is so clean and so dope looking. I like, I, I, I watch both of these series at least once a year, just so I can keep it fresh in my mind because it is absolutely breathtaking. Um, Samurai Champloo, like I was saying earlier, it is, um, it's very hip hop, which I, I absolutely love. So it's like, you know, it's like all this like Edo period, like alternate timeline Edo Japan with like hip hop samurais, just like cutting it up. It's so sick. Mugen is also voiced by Steve Bloom in this. So, you know, again, already that's like, uh, two of my favorite main characters are voiced by the same voice actor and they're both, uh, Watanabe work. Um, uh, but the, the story is actually really great. It's about a girl who, um, loses her job in a really interesting way and she wants to go find her father. Uh, but the only thing she remembers about her father is that he's a sunflower that smells, or <laughs> he's a sunflower that smells like samurais. No, he's a samurai that smells like sunflowers. Um, and it's really funny because later on in the series, like there's another person who, when she tells him that he's like, but sunflowers don't smell like anything. And I don't, I haven't sniffed a sunflower. So if any of you guys have, and it does smell like something, please let me know. But if it doesn't s smell like something, then that's, that's really interesting. And, um, it just makes the show that much better. Uh, but Mugen in it, he's like kind of a vagrant. Um, he comes from a prison Island and, uh, he, he has like a really, uh, unruly wild style. And then the third character, the main character of the trio is, is Gene. And Gene is a, uh, he's a Ronin. And he's, so he's, a, he's a samurai without a master and he's, he's a master swordsman. Like he is the, you know, like the, the, uh, Akira Kurosawa type samurai, you know, like, um, he's, he's very classical, but then it's funny cause he wears glasses and it's like glasses around that time were still really, really new, but they do look like really like modern glasses. It's, it's funny, but other than that, I mean, I'm not complaining about it, but the character design for that too. Um, it's, it's absolutely wonderful. And, and it's very, it's very light. Like with Cowboy Bebop, how Cowboy Bebop is in space. Um, obviously Samurai Champloo is in Edo era Japan. So it's, it's back in time. Um, it's very colorful and very vibrant, the world, uh, even the enemies. Um, and there's some really amazing enemies in, uh, <laughs> enemies like, are, can you, they're enemies of the trio. 
Um, pretty much they work for the Shogunate. And I mean, I guess, yeah, they're, they're, they're not the nicest of people. I'll put it that way. Uh, this is another one where it's 26 episodes. That's it. Self-contained. Very easy to watch. And there's an overarching story. And again, there's individual episodes where like, there's an episode about baseball and it's great. Like it's hilarious. Um, so I want them to do a movie for this. I think that that would be great. Um, but then also it's, it's hard because, you know, Watanabe wraps up his shows so well and he gives you such a good ending, like good, precise ending. You know, you, you can't, you can't complain about where the characters are at the end. Cause it's like the journey was so good, but again, so Samurai Champloo definitely recommend checking it out. It is pretty, um, uh, what, what's it's very vibrant with its violence. Uh, so if you're not like, if you're, if you're not really into seeing blood or, or so, like swords chopping off limbs and stuff, um, maybe this one won't be so much for you, but, um, I love it. All right. Uh, so with that, uh, we are actually going to hear from our sponsors real quick and then we will be right back with uh talking about carol and tuesday and i think we're also going to be talking about a space dandy all right so one word from our sponsors and we'll be right back meet randy an average high school student who was doing everything he could to fit in one day due to the unnecessary stressors and idiocy of the american education system randy decides to leave it all behind to become the horse he always knew he was deep down from the creators of Plop and the genius behind Heathcliff and the Broom comes a film critics are calling Something That Really Exists. This summer, don't miss out on the critically acclaimed film Randy. Hey y'all, welcome back. Uh, so continuing our talk about Shinichiro Watanabe, we are going to move on to his next piece of work, which is Space Dandy. It is about a dandy guy in space. Um, no, it is actually a space opera. Um, and it is, it is, uh, I mean, I can't really think of anything more appropriate to describe what it is other than like a surreal comedy space opera. Um, it's just, it follows this guy named Dandy through space. He's an alien bounty hunter. He just kind of goes around. Uh, he works for, I think it's like a government faction where they catalog different types of aliens. So for every new type of alien he brings into them, uh, he gets paid. And it's uh, just about kind of him, his robot assistant QT, and they find a, um, I, I don't think he is a cat, but he looks very much like a cat. And they even call him Meow. Uh, and, you know, they're idiots. Um, that's, that's the show. Like, and I'm not, I'm not kidding. Like they are, all three of them are idiots and it's, it's, it's amusing to see them like their, their misadventures, you know? Um, and the whole time while they're trying to do this, they're being pursued by an empire and they're never aware of it. This one, it's very, it's very loose. I mean, I think even like halfway through the season, cause it's another one where it's a, uh, like, uh, 26 episodes. Yeah. 26 episodes. And, um, halfway through they die, but they don't, but they do, but they don't. Um, it's, I, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's weird. It's one of the harder to digest ones just because it is, you know, it's like all of, all of 
Watanabe stuff up to this point has been very, you know, story driven. There's a lot of like character growth. Um, and in Space Dandy, not so much. Uh, so, so this is definitely one that if you try it, uh, take it with a grain of salt because it's, um, it's good and it's really pretty. Uh, but for story wise, it's, it's, it's kind of lacking. Um, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you about it. Uh, if, <laughs> and I, I, like, I hate to say it, but if there is one Watanabe project that you're not feeling and you want to miss, this would probably be the one. Um, I still liked it, but it, it definitely, it reaches sometimes. It's still a trip. It's a trip to watch. And of course, you know, uh, like Johnny Young Bosch is on it. He is not any of the main characters, but he's, he's still in there and he's a pretty dope voice actor. I like, you know, I like his work. And there was, there's a game. There, there was a game for it on, on iOS. So it's like a phone game. Space Dandy, there's not really much else I can say about it, if, I, you know, if I'm being honest. Uh, so I'm going to move on to Carol on Tuesday. Uh, Carol on Tuesday is his, uh, Watanabe's most recent project. And it was, it's, it's on Netflix, both, both volumes. Again, 26. And this one, this, oh no, this one's only, okay, so this one's 24 episodes. Um, it's released in two seasons. And this one was interesting because I, I didn't expect to like it. Um, it's about two, two young women who, you know, by happenstance find each other. And one of them is really good at playing guitar and the other is really good at playing keys and they, they start to form a group so they can become, you know, the new music sensation. And that is not my thing. Like, that's not, you know, like I, I, it, it, it wasn't something that I thought I would like, but that's all surface. The show starts as like this American Idol type thing, and then it, it turns into like a civil liberties issue for the people on Mars. It's it's it gets really heavy towards the end, and it comes out of nowhere. Um, like at first, you know, you think it's just about. I mean, they let you know at the very beginning that it's all building up to. Um, it, it's it's referred to in Martian history as the seven minute miracle, just because it's like like musicians from all across the the galaxy come together uh, to talk about or to play music about immigration. And so yeah, it's really crazy because it, it ends up going from this kind of cute story about these artists who want to make some music that means something, and it ends up moving into. Uh, kind of like a parallel to what's going on with immigration in America. It's really well done. I I I didn't think that it would be as good as it was, um, but the music, it's fantastic. The animation is amazing. The the characters just feel so um, genuine and tangible. It's like it's it's I, I don't know. It's it's, and I guess because. I identify as an artist, you know, like I, I can empathize with the characters. Um, but I mean, towards the end, I think anybody can empathize with what's going on. And, uh, it's, yeah, I, it gets heavy and it's something that I would recommend not binging and maybe taking your time and processing it because it, it's, um, 
It's a lot. You know, it's... I think one of the reasons why I like Shinichiro Watanabe so much is he has this huge range, um, you know, and he he puts so many layers into his projects. And sometimes it's like, you think it won't work, and it, it really, really does. Um, you know, and, and I'm excited. I can't, I can't wait to see what he comes out with next, um, anime-wise. But also, I'm, I'm excited to, you know, and I was very hesitant about it first, but I'm excited for the Netflix Cowboy Bebop. I'm excited to see, you know, what these actors are going to bring to these characters. And since he's a, since Shinichiro Watanabe is attached to the the Netflix production, um, you know, hopefully it doesn't stray too much from the original vision of it. Um, but you know, as an artist, I I really respect him. I think he's fantastic. Uh, you know, just the way that he blends genres is is amazing and it's a testament to his skills as a director and an artist. And I, I just, I respect his craft. I respect his work. Um, and I, I really hope like if out of anything that I've shared with you guys so far across these four episodes, if you really do check any of these things out, please, please, please let it be at, you know, at one of these projects. Uh, if you got Netflix, just check out Carol on Tuesday. It's real easy. Um, you know, Hit me up. I'll let you. I'll let you borrow. No, I won't. I won't let you borrow my Cowboy Bebop or my Samurai Shampoo. When when you get your vaccine, wear your mask. Hit me up. Come on over. We'll have a vaccine vaccinated viewing party. Cool. 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 All right. Um, so as always, uh, I am Anthony. This is Anthony Fills' His Void. You can get a hold of me or The Void over at Instagram, Anthony Fills' His Void, or you can follow me on, you know, anywhere where you find your major podcasts. Um, so, uh, once again, thank you for letting me come into your cell phones or your computers to talk to you, more like babble at you about things that I really enjoy, and I look forward to talking to you all again in a couple of weeks. All right. Uh, Take care, and I will see you next time.